Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Green Hole podcast. We're doing something different this month. It is Hamien's Women's Football Month in recognition of the fact that we're not very excited about the Men's World Cup being in Qatar and also interrupting Marco Silva's terrific start to life back in the Premier League. So in honour of Women's Football Month, both the website and this podcast will be featuring female voices for the next month. I'm delighted to be joined on our first episode of Women's Football Month by a trio of terrific Fulham Lilies ladies, uh, introducing Amelia Armstrong, the club's Her Game 2 ambassador and a co-founder of Fulham Lilies, Hayley Davinson from the Fulham Supporters Trust, also a co-founder of uh, Fulham Lilies, and Sarah Keeg, uh, a co-founder of Fulham Lilies and on the board of Fulham Supporters Trust, as is Amelia. I've already made a mistake and we're about 30 seconds in. Uh, good evening, ladies. I'm gonna. What we're going to do? We're going to start with how you became a Fulham fan, because it's the question we always ask any guest. Um, and I'm going to start with Amelia. Can you tell us a little bit, firstly, about how you became a Fulham fan, and then a little bit about her game too, if possible? Hi, how are you doing, Mills? Hey, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, so I grew up in Brighton, but Fulham's been in my family. Uh, for generations so my dad's from Putney um, so he started taking me and my siblings from quite a young age and I fell in love with it from the age of about nine ten was when I really started going and really really started getting into it got season tickets when we were about when I was about 12 13 and haven't looked back since um, with Her Game 2 Her Game 2 is an organization which aims to eradicate sexism in football it also um, it also aims to promote the women's game from grassroots up to the Super League. Um, our main aims are just to ensure that all women feel comfortable in all football environments, whether that be on match days or in the pub. Fantastic. And Mills has had the misfortune of following Fulham at home and away with me for some years. We've known each other for a little while. <laughs> And she still agreed to be on this podcast, so that's excellent. Can you? Or can I just say, um, Amelia, it's great to have you as the Her Game to Fulham ambassador. Um, how are you enjoying that so far? And um, how how great is it to have that recognition and support for your aims from our football club? Yeah, it's great. It's been really fun so far. Um, I was announced the ambassador just before the International Women's Day match which was a really, really good match to kind of get her game two out there. The players trained in the T-shirts and we had presents around the stadium in the programmes and on billboards, things like that. It's been it's been really, really nice to be recognised by the club. Uh, they did an article on the website and I got to chat to Tim Ream about what her game two means to me and how important initiatives like these are in football. So I've been really grateful for the welcome that I've received and I'm looking forward to hopefully working with the club for a long time in this area. Yeah, fantastic. It's so great to to have you as a, as a really um, enthusiastic and active um, ambassador. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. I want to bring in some of our colleagues this evening. Hayley is um, a Fulham fan of longstanding, who's also had the misfortune of knowing me for a long time. Um, she wrote a wonderful chapter in the women's football anthology published by Floodlit Dreams, football she wrote about her experiences of being a Fulham fan. Hayley, how are you? Thanks for being with us tonight. Can you tell us the same question, or the same answer to the question I asked Mills? How did you become a Fulham fan in, back in the beginning? Hi, Dan. Thanks for having us on here. This is really fun. Um, 
Yeah, I've actually got a slightly funny story related to what we'll be talking about in that uh, my dad started going in the early 90s, having disgustingly been on the other side of Fulham when he was younger. Um, and he took my brother and I actually asked him why I didn't go, um, to which he said, all right, well, come if you want, but don't complain if you get bored. And this was around 93, 94, which obviously a season we sadly got relegated um, but we happened to win that game and basically I turned around to him and said, Dad, I'm not bored yet. Um, I was only about seven. So I think it's sort of early, early shoots of what was about to happen. Um, but yeah, been going pretty much with him and then the friends that I've made ever since. Superb. And can you tell us a bit about football she wrote and how that experience was? Because you got sort of serialised in the, in the Guardian and, and various other places. And um, that was a really good anthology. You wrote a very personal and moving um, chapter about what following Fulham meant to you and friendships you'd made as well. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible for me because it was 10 experienced writers and 10 non-experienced. So I just entered purely as a competition. Um, but to be written in a book around people like um, Susie Rack has written an article in there, uh, Dane, uh, Judy Welch and uh, gosh, there's other, Isabel Barker, one of the other Fulham fans who writes for The Sun. Um, so, yeah, just some of the people that we've got to uh, mix heads with was amazing. Um, but just getting to write about... The guy basically I used to sit next to in the hammy end uh, was just really lovely and explained so much about why football is so important for the communities that it builds. And just the feedback we got from it as well, just people that also have become friends with the people they sit around with and how important those friendships are where you go to football. Definitely. And I'm very encouraged by the fact that it's so such a female friendly uh, football club there's always work we can do and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute so great to have both of you on and the first lady of the Fulham Lilies I think it is fair to say is <laughs> there, that title, there, I'll take there, that. you're gonna nick that is Sarah Sarah King how are you Sarah you well I'm good and, and thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to, to come on and talk about Lily's, her game two and, and women in football because it's it's a, a real movement at the moment and it is really important for us that, that we sort of get the word out there. So thanks, Dan. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. We've always covered women's football. Um, I have a passion for it from from coaching in it and having friends who, who play women's football. Um, so, And it's absolutely right that women's sport in general is being recognised as sport in its own right now after the events of the summer rather than being compared to to the men's game. Um, so, Sarah, the same question to you. Can you tell us a little bit about your Fulham story and then why you set up the Lilies, possibly? Uh, yeah, so um, the reason why I started to go to Fulham was because I hate shopping. I absolutely hate shopping. And every Saturday, my nan and my mum would drag me around the shops of West London. And my granddad got to go somewhere. He got out of shopping. So one Saturday, I said, I want to go with him. And everyone was like, very similar to your experience, Hayley, you'll be bored, you won't like it. And I'm like, no, I want to go. I, I'm fed up with shopping. I want to go where he goes. And he took me. It was 1979. Uh, we played Charlton at home. Uh, we won 3-1. Uh, and the best bit was at half time. I got a wagon wheel and a bovril. <laughs> 
And I asked the question, if I come again, will I get a bovril and a wagon wheel? And as the answer was yes, that, that was it. I was in, I was hooked. And that literally is how I started to, to go to Fulham because I hate shopping. That, uh, uh, and also, I mean, I, I don't enjoy shopping. That's one of the reasons why I go to Fulham instead of, you know, accompanying <laughs> my various ex-partners around garden centres or shopping centres at weekends. Um, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Um, so, yeah. I fully concur, concur with you on that one. And Sarah, your Fulham journey is quite um, extensive for every home match and even many away matches because you live up in the north of England now. Um, and so it's quite a, a journey. And you set up the Fulham Lilies this summer. I believe it was your idea. It was a collective idea, but you've been the driving force, the first lady of the Fulham Lilies, as I said <laughs> earlier. So can you tell us a bit about why you wanted to do that? Um, I've been watching Fulham as, a, as I was sort of saying since the late 70s and I have seen a change in attitude towards women attending football over that time it's gone from you know I've I have been to away games in the 70s and 80s where I was probably the only female and at most there would be four or five females to going now where you, you know the there are a lot more women and young girls attending which is great but over the last few years, I've seen that there's been a bit of a rise in um, sexist behaviour. And it was something that sort of, it, it really concerned me because I felt that the up and coming generation were brought up differently to maybe people in the 70s and 80s when sexism was, was sort of rife, especially on the terraces. Um, so I really wanted to go to do something about it, to try and educate people. Um, and also being a, a Fulham supporter, knowing that there were lots of females, but not knowing really many females myself. I saw them at away games and we'd smile in the toilets or as we walked past each other, but I didn't really know that many. And I just thought there must be lots of people like me um, who would value a group where they can talk to other women um, about football um, in a, you know, in a safe and friendly environment. So there's some of the reasons why I wanted to set up the Lilies. Um, so I joined the board last November and with Hayley, Tamara and Sue, the other females on the board and Amelia in her role as her game too. We had a couple of meetings and then we we just sort of went for it. We we just launched it, and um, we got some other people who contacted us and said that they really wanted to be involved. So there are ten co-founders in total. We range in ages from early twenties up to uh, late seventies, and so we've all got different experiences, different skill sets, different knowledges. Some of them, you know get to a game once in a blue moon some go to every game so we've all got very different experiences of how we support our club um and we just really want to encourage more women more females to to be involved in our club and you touched on it just there and i'll open this up to to all of you but everyone's fulham experience is different um, I've been fortunate enough to be allowed to hang around with you since the Lilies 
set up and you do these wonderful meetups before games at the Bishop's Park Tea House. Um, and it's a real camaraderie between your within your group of of uh, allyship, of support, of fun, really. And I'm very encouraged, looking on from the outside, at how the Fulham fan base has responded to the Fulham Lilies and how Fulham Football Club has responded to, to Fulham Lilies. Can we talk a little bit about how um, the Lilies have taken off and been supported both officially, unofficially by the club and what the response has been from the fan base? Sarah, how do you feel... You've been been acknowledged and 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 welcomed or not, as the case may be. I may be wrong. I often am. <laughs> in, in this particular instance, you're not rare. I know, Dan, but but you're right. Um, the the re- reception that we receive from the fans has been overwhelming, and I'm not, you know, overstating that at all. Um, we just we had so many people contact us through our socials within the first week of us launching we launched on the 1st of july and you know we we've got sort of over a thousand followers on on twitter we've got people in a private facebook group and on instagram hundreds of people everything's been positive you know the the feedback that we've received has been really positive we've had lots of fathers who've contacted us who've got young daughters teenage daughters um who have come along to our meetups at the tea house in bishop's park who've said you know i bring my daughter but she's never met and spoken to other Fulham fans before. So she loved it. She loved coming along and, and, and speaking to us. We had uh, another lady who came along and her husband works shifts. So sometimes he can't get to a game on a Saturday or a midweek. So she doesn't go because she has nobody to go with. So she's like, this is great because now I know I can come here, meet people and we can walk to the ground together. And the club as well have been fantastic. They've been really supportive. Um, they've, you know, we've contacted them about a number of things people have come to us with and where they can, they've resolved it or, you know, we're in discussions about various things and we're feeding back to them the, the number of issues that women come to us with, which may differ to the stuff that supporters trust do. Um, because a lot of the stuff that we deal with is things like the the toilets and the women's clothing, you know, the lack of availability for, for women's clothing. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's been great. I don't know what um, Hayley and Amelia think as well. But, yeah, from my point of view, it, it's been brilliant. So let's ask Mills, you touched on Tim Ream and your interview I thought that mm-hmm. I, was, I was at very close quarters for that interview, um, and it was <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, and, and you touched on how good the experience has been for you as the ambassador. Would you agree with what Sarah's saying? We've had you've had great support from the fans and and, and the club so far. Yeah, definitely. I mean, not only have we seen great support in when we've had meetups with people coming along, even just dropping in to say hello. Um, we've had great support on social media through our Twitter and Instagram accounts, uh, people following us, people messaging us or just engaging with our tweets, being like, oh, wow, this is such an overdue thing to set up or asking us how they can get involved is just congratulating us on setting it up. It's been really, really nice to see people of every single different background supporting us and getting getting on board with 
what we aim to achieve, which has just been really nice. It's fantastic. Hayley, how has your experience been? Because um, you wrote an article, Hayley being on the trust board, you wrote an article for the Fulham Sports Trust about some of your experiences watching women's football in Spain and how it might translate to to to, to England and what Fulham uh, could do with our excellent women's team. Um, have you been similarly encouraged, like like Sarah and Amelia, as to how the Lilies has been accepted in into the Fulham family? Oh, massively. It's been incredible. And I think that's an area I haven't even touched upon because there's been so much that we've been doing, which is unbelievable when you think that we've only been going, gosh, less than six months. That sounds mad. Um, but this is it. There's, you know, there's this burgeoning WSL. It's obviously the um, Barcelona over in Spain and the Liga F that's now growing here. So the women's sport is is growing exponentially. But there's a huge arm to still come along with that, which is the, the, the supporter side of it. So there's always been people following uh, women's sports and particularly women's football in this case. Um, but it's never had that much exposure. I think, you know, it, it just traditionally wouldn't have got bigger crowds. People are still debating over whether those crowds um, are coming in the same ways but actually as the summer you know proved without beyond doubt give them a product and people will come and get it because people are absolutely loving it they're loving the alternatives to the men's game at the moment there is a different atmosphere it's not to say it's not um uh, got that same energy but it's just it's got its own energy now it's really starting to develop in its own way and again, I know we'll talk about Fulham FC and the, the team, women's team itself a bit more in depth later, but that's now going to translate to to the team that we've got. And yeah, we're starting at a, a lower league position and the crowds aren't going to come straight away. But we've got this incredible opportunity for Fulham fans that have traditionally followed the men's game, but also just people that are getting involved with women's football as well to become part of that. And for us as the Lilies to be able to help drive that and shape how that's going to look in the future is just really, really exciting. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm going to pitch, well, I'm going to segue brilliantly into two of my themes that are going to come up, Hayley. It's almost like you're a professional. Um, <laughs> the uh, the first one I wanted to talk about was the summer. And Mills, you went to a lot of those Lionesses um, games and it was incredible. You tell us a little bit about that experience of women's football being centre stage in England. Obviously, um, Chloe Kelly scoring that dramatic winner and what that will do for the women's game and how uplifting it was for for people to suddenly the debate is over about you know whether women's football is worth classifying as a sport now or, or has sporting merit to it you know as, as I as I always say if you want a job doing if you want a bit of job done well you ask a woman to do it that's literally the case in terms of football coming home isn't it the women did it men have been singing about it for years um talk, talk to me about your experience um following the lionesses in the in in the summer how how was it yeah so i had a brilliant summer i was lucky enough to follow the lionesses from the group stages up to the final i was very lucky to have tickets for the final before the lionesses were even in it um, I had the most amazing time. It was an incredible atmosphere. It was so refreshing to see all these packed out stadiums with people that just wanted to watch some brilliant football. I think that the teamwork on the pitch was incredible. I think then also the fans that I was seeing in the stadium, it was so refreshing and so lovely to see so many young girls there in England kits. A lot of girls aged five, six, seven, 
who looked so inspired to see people representative of them on the pitch. And also it was really, I think there's for so many years, there's been this stigma that women's football is bad quality or it's not, it's not good to watch. It's not enjoyable for the spectator. And it was really, really nice to see that being destigmatized quite a bit. It was nice to have a lot of people say things to me like, Oh, I watched the final and I was really, really impressed by how England played. I was really impressed by the quality of the football. And it was nice to hear people have those stigmas challenged and realize that women's football is an incredible experience and it's open for everyone to love. And I just, it was nice to see people finally enjoy it as much as I do. And really the country really embraced it and they've really warmed to the personalities. We've got Jill Scott in I'm a Celebrity now and she's going to be, you know, followers of women's football know how special Jill is. Um, and she'll be, a, she'll be a household name. Well, she already is, but she'll, she'll be really a favourite of everybody before too long. Um, we're running out of time and we haven't really touched on the reason I really wanted to talk to you, which is Fulham's women's side with some incredible role models, including the magnificent Mary Southgate, um, are playing AFC Wimbledon in the Capital One Cup or at Craven Cottage, the first game at Craven Cottage for the women's side in more than two decades, on Sunday the 20th of November. Please buy your tickets from the Fulham website, £5 for adults, £1 for concessions. Come along and support this team. I wanted it very briefly from, from all of you. Start with you, Hayley. How special is it to to finally have the women back at Craven Cottage centre stage and to have an opportunity for everybody to experience what we've all seen as the brilliant growth of this this women's team being readopted back into the football club quite recently. Oh, it's absolutely huge. And I'm particularly just excited for the players themselves because I just know they've been talking about it for a while. And so for them to actually get to go on the the hallowed turf is just going to be incredible for them. And I think most importantly, it's to realise that this is a this is a real pin in their history. And there's still going to be so much more to do after this. This isn't, you know, this is it. They've got many more goals ahead of them and everything's kind of upwardly mobile at the moment. But this is just such a huge one for them. And hopefully it's the start of, you know, not just one game at Craven Cottage, but starting to get more and more of them there eventually as the the team grows, but the club grows and also the, the support around it grows as well. Yeah, fantastic. I think we all agree with that. Sarah, how are you looking forward to, to that game? It's a real touchstone moment, but Haley's right, isn't she? It can't just be a one-off. We need to build on the successes of the summer, the successes of the team, and if I might say, the successes of the Fulham Lilies so far in driving this momentum forward, don't we? Definitely. I mean, there, there has been an explosion of women's football, but... When you look at sort of, you know, television and, and we've mentioned Jill Scott, the Chloe Kellys and, and whatever, we need to remember that there is more to football than the WSL and, and, and the other leagues. Our players are, are amateurs and, you know, we're, we're in a tier at the moment, which I'm sure we're going to get out of this season because they are playing so well. And but the, the people who play for Fulham, some of them are full time students. Mary is a you know, she's a teacher. They've all got um, really difficult jobs. So they're, they're just sort of quite down to earth, normal people. And for them to get the opportunity to, to play at the cottage is a really big deal. It's you know, it's an absolutely fantastic occasion. And I really hope that the people come out and support them. 
um, because we want this to, to continue. We don't want it to just be a one-off and fade into the background because these players deserve it. They, they train twice a week after they've worked full time, you know, during the day. They're giving up a lot of their own time. It's costing them a lot of money in travel and, and everything else. So, you know, it really means a lot to the Lilies that people recognise the sacrifices they're making for Fulham and that they go out and support them. Absolutely. Mills, it's really great that the club has swung behind this agenda and that the women are going to have... Uh, I don't like to call it. Uh, it. It is their home. It should be their home, Craven Cottage. It was mm-hmm. their home home before. But this is really important, isn't it? It's a real moment for Fulham to Fulham's females to step forward into the limelight. Yeah, it's such a brilliant opportunity. I agree with you on the wording aspect. I like to refer to it as you know they're playing at Craven Cottage rather than they're playing in the men's ground because it makes it sound like they're borrowing it when in actual fact you know should be for both teams but it's it's a brilliant brilliant opportunity to draw crowds in I think at the end of the day people and fans who haven't gone to uh, women's Fulham games before will go to this one because it's always easier when you're going to a ground that you've already been before a ground you know and go week in week out so hopefully we can get a lot of people there who can watch our women's side and hopefully start following them the same way they follow the men's side. Absolutely. Amen to all of that. Look, I could talk to you for hours and I'm sure we will. We're definitely going to have the three of you back at various points um, through the through the year. It's been great fun. Um, can I ask uh, everyone to go and follow the Fulham Lilies on Twitter, um, on Instagram? You can apply to join the Fulham Lilies Facebook group. You can learn more about this fantastic organisation with all these wonderful women. And please, please, please go and buy your... Uh, tickets to watch the Whites in action against AFC Wimbledon on Sunday the 20th of November. Amelia, Haley, Sarah, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Green Pole podcast. Please do come back. I hope you've enjoyed it and uh, we'll see you all soon, yeah? Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you so much you. for having us. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure and as I always end with this, um, do it. thank you for all the support with the podcast and come on you Whites. Mm-hmm. <laughs>